the Super Classy Midwest Sports Podcast. Who doesn't love historical and rivalry games? I know I do. It's Patrick Mahomes versus Josh Allen again for a shot to the AFC Championship game. Go Chiefs. Here we go, baby. Why is it better to watch NFL football games inside? We tell you what happened in Kansas City. Also, we follow up on Caitlin Armstrong. She's crazy. Also, who's the great KU center who's having health issues? We guess it all tonight. I'm the C. Dizzle, and always, I am with the doc himself, the hype man. Doc, how are you, sir? Doing pretty good, Dizzle and yourself. Man, I'm ready, man. I love historical rivalry games, man. This is uh this one's a big one this weekend, and it's gonna be in the Frozen Tundra Part Two. Hey, that's right. But you know what? I hear a lot of people say they used to play for the Chiefs. They're like, bro, those guys are different. They play every week like it's the Super Bowl. It is. Now I hear that, I'm like, yeah, we do. And you yep. know what? We definitely had the intensity against Miami. We already knew what was going to happen, and we were going to win that game. But I loved, I loved the intensity, and it was like, man, that weather wasn't affecting us. I don't even think it was in our minds at all, whereas you could see Miami just wanted the game to get over, and it couldn't get over quick enough. Yeah, I think, I Mahomes, I think Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes even said it in, his, in the, uh, in the pre- post-game interview that it didn't affect him. No, no just not, like, one, not one bit. You could tell. Yeah. And, you know, we're supposed to play Buffalo here on Sunday. They got, what, one to three feet of snow yesterday. The Blackhawks game in Buffalo was actually postponed until tonight. There was no one there. I'm telling you, man, I think this game needs to probably be moved to a neutral site, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Indianapolis, somewhere indoors would make a lot of sense. But, I agree. Hey, we'll just see what happens. I don't care where we play them. All I know is the Chiefs going to come out victorious, yep. especially after the way that, that BS game went down early on in the year. We beat them fair and square. A bogus call called back the most amazing play where Travis Kelsey catches the ball and throws it to Kadarius Tony, who takes it in. Yep. We had that game won. Thanks to poor officiating, or at least what I would call a very questionable call. I didn't agree with it. I don't like it one bit. I wouldn't care who was playing. I thought that call was bogus. And ended up saving uh, their coach's job, saved their season, and here we are. They're ready to go down in Buffalo. Let's go Chiefs, baby. Let's go Chiefs. I agree on that. You know, and it's funny because we got uh, uh, Polak or – um, what are you talking about? The officials? Yeah, the official. We uh, got we got the officiating crew that, or whatever that has uh, historically been very favorable Up to Chiefs. Patrick. He's eight. And, he's eight and two when he's got and Mahomes is eight and two against the the, the official that they're going to have on Sunday. Josh Allen's zero and two with this guy in the playoffs. Yep, and you know it's a crazy crazy stat I heard just the other day. Patrick Mahomes is thirty one and six in the playoffs. 31 and 6. Uh, That's insane, no, dude. There's no way he's lost six games. Or not not six games in the playoffs, I'm sorry. It was six games we, that. He's lost like three playoff games. We lost to the Patriots in overtime in Kansas City over the offsides call, which was offsides. Yeah. And then we lost to the Bengals, and then we lost two. We only lost three. Uh, no, no, I guess it's with. Um, I don't know. Our brother Neely and I were talking about it today. Yeah. That Mahomes is, is just his record is just insane. He's like seventy eight. He's won like seventy eight percent of his games. Yeah, yeah you it's get just straight. it's just crazy. Hey, you know what else is crazy? Totally I know. Different subject. LeBron James has played against thirty one percent of all players that ever played in the NBA. That is crazy. Yeah, I saw that today. He's been in the NBA so long. He's played thirty one percent of every player that ever played in the NBA. That's phenomenal. That's King an, James, baby. That's insane. Dude. Hey, I'm excited for this matchup. You know, would I rather be here or there? 
I mean, sure, I'd rather be here. Who wants to travel and go up there and deal with this this Bills Mafia thing? But at the same time, I think going up there and coming back victorious would be, be pretty nice. Now, we're going to have to play a pretty good game. There's nothing about the Bengals that are special. I mean, they're, not, they're very the predictable. Is it the Bengals? I'm sorry, the Bills. <laughs> same thing, Bengals, Bills, both predictable teams. It's just a matter of can we stop it. I yep. tell you, I want, we got, somebody got to have to put a hit on Josh Allen. You yeah. know, early on in the game, he needs to, he needs to feel, I, feel the game. I, I, man, I'm, I'm, as much as I dislike the Bills, their defense we know is not very good. Their offense is – this is what I've been telling everybody, like not just you and Neely and on, off the air, but this, this Bills offense is just scary right now because they've got – once they start connecting and they start clicking, their offense is tough to beat because you can't. Well, you try to stop Diggs, you know who's going to go? He's going to hit underneath to uh, Kilo Shaker. Or he's going to hit Austin Kincaid. Shaker. Or, yeah, Shaker, sorry. Or Cook at or, the backfield. Yeah, and you Cook's know, playing unbelievable right now, too. That's all right. We've got the defense. The defense wins championships. So we'll yep. see what happens. I know I'm very excited and I cannot wait. So Let's go Texans this weekend, too, by the way. Uh, Sure. Why <laughs> Let's not? go Texans. Why not? So I'll tell you, the most disgusting, despicable thing happened this weekend, and that's that's right. It's the game being played on Peacock. We all knew it was going to happen. They announced a year ago that Peacock had this one game for the playoffs, and we were irritated with it then. But I was very more irritated about this time around. And, man, I already got Peacock. I've had Peacock for, like, a year. They put all, a lot of Nebraska games on there. They actually got some decent shows to watch, you know. So, like, it's and the price of, the, of it is right. But I'll tell you what. They shouldn't be putting playoff games like that. Everybody should be able to watch a playoff game. We shouldn't have to be paying for stuff, signing up for crap. We already got to have freaking Amazon, now Peacock, ESPN, CBS, and Fox to watch these football games. It's garbage. I really want to curse, but my grandma might hear this sign, Gunu. I'm just going to, you can imagine what I feel about it. It's ridiculous. And what makes it even more ridiculous, I paid for the damn thing. I got Peacock. I've been, I've been a Peacock follower for a year plus. And here I try to log into the game five minutes before, and it's telling me there's too many users on my account because Peacock won't allow two people to use it at once. Yep. And that is that is garbage. Yep. If you're going to have a game of this magnitude on Peacock, damn, I should be able to watch it in every room of my house. Yep. And, every, and that shouldn't be an issue that they only allow two people at a time to stream it. I was trying to watch the game in two rooms, upstairs and downstairs, because I had too many people over here to watch it all in one room. And when it's telling me you've reached your maximum limit of viewers five minutes before the game of a game of this magnitude, that's garbage. Everyone at Peacock should slap themselves, and you should all be ashamed of yourself. You're despicable, and I can't stand this money-grubbing NFL owners that just want to want to take the profits because they get a piece of that. And what's happening is they're opening up more bidding wars. Thursday night football on Amazon is trash. It's just simply trash. The and Peacock is garbage. So I agree with Peacock. That's garbage. Cause, I mean, I watch... I watched Yellowstone. I try to watch. I try to follow Yellowstone, but I get on Peacock. Like I go on Peacock to try to catch it. I I I've got the free trial for a year, or I paid twelve dollars for the whole year, or something like that. It was a promotion that I got offered, and I tried it and looked at it, and I was like, "Dude, this is just dumb." Like it just seems like the the lag and the streaming is five to ten seconds. We definitely like, had that where earlier the voices of the refs and everything was a good five seconds off. From, yep. So you're like, you know, you can see that the dude's saying holding on 65 or the worst thing you want to hear is holding on number 74. It makes us all cringe inside. Yeah. But it's like, the, it was, the streaming was garbage. 
And I think that I think this is what's wrong with America, other than the fact that, you know, the healthcare system's totally effed and we're paying way too much for medication, not talking about that on the show. But we shouldn't have to have all these streaming things to watch these games. And it's not fair to every beloved Chiefs fan out there that wasn't able to watch the game because they couldn't ac- access Peacock or they just said, I'm not going to sign up for so it. So what they should have done, what the NFL should have done, they should have said, hey, CBS, since this is the AFC game and you guys are in charge of the AFC side, why don't you have Kevin Harlan and uh, David Washburn as your sideline guy, and have uh, Washburn doesn't bother me, uh, or I guess it's Evan Washburn, Harlan and I don't know who are they with NBC? No, they're with CBS. Well, this was an NBC production, so that's oh, so why, then, that's then they probably should have then they yeah, probably should so, have had yeah. someone else. I, anyways, but would you rather had we had Mike Tirico and Jason Garrett? Would you rather have Garrett? Or do you have Chris Collinsworth? I can't stand Collinsworth. If you I follow me either. on Twitter, I think he's annoying. Supposedly, Chris Collinsworth, when they asked him to do the game, he flipped off the people from Peacock and he said, you're ruining football. I'll have nothing to do with this. And I don't know if that's true, but if that's true and he really fronted on them and flipped them off and all that, Chris, I'll tip my hat to you, brother, because I, I really find you to be quite annoying. But I respect that because I agree with you 100%. And we shouldn't be having this whole streaming thing and what's going to happen is we're going to get more competition where people are going to pay outrageous numbers so this so that it can be streamed it's going to be a streaming bidding war for the nfl owners to make money while we as fans a fan base suffers right now my next point is this they say that was the most streamed sporting event of all time whatever yeah i bet it was because patty's on the on the field everyone wants to watch they estimate though that they were they lost 10 to 20 million viewers by doing it on Peacock, whereas if it would have been on regular NBC, 10 to 20 more people would have watched it. So think about that. We'll just say 15 million. We'll go the median there. 15 million people didn't get to watch this game and should have. There was there was 20. It drew 23 million, which was the least weekend of all the games. Most yeah, it was the least watched NFL game of yep. the weekend. So people people didn't really get a chance to watch it, and that's just shameful. Yep. This week's game is on CBS, which is weird. CBS has a night game. Normally they have a day game, but whatever. It's 5.30 Sunday. I mean, who doesn't, who doesn't want to watch Mahomes and Josh Allen? That's, well, one, of the, that's the best, one of the best rivalries in the NFL right now. And this brings me to who I want to slap this week. Every single Mahomes hater on Twitter, you know who you are. Slap yourself. Well, you you get suspended, though. I had a buddy. You would get sw- sw- suspended from Twitter for telling someone to slap themselves. You can use the slap emoji, though. My buddy <laughs> from Wisconsin was telling me I was rooting for Bills and and Josh Allen. I was like, really, dude? I was like, you just said that to me? I'm like, I don't even know if we're really friends, man. You should have kept that thought to yourself. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, are you really sorry? Because you said it, and I know you meant it. Right. I'm like, slap yourself, Tim. Sorry, bro. I don't want to hear that crap. You're rooting for Josh Allen. Keep it to yourself. Yep. We were Patty. We're the Chiefs kingdom over here. I don't want to hear any of that nonsense. Every hater on Twitter, you don't like Patrick Mahomes, go to the nearest mirror and slap yourself right now. I don't really care. I hope you slap yourself twice. So yep. that's yep. what I have to say about that. No, you're good. Yes. It's all good. It is, it's, it's all good, man. Yeah. You know, I'm going to, I want to slap uh, Nick Soriano, the Philadelphia Eagles coach. Ever since he went off on the Chiefs fans, after that Monday night game, one in six. He has been one in six. One in six. And I think, you know, I mean, I feel bad for Russell, you know, our friend that's on the show, friend of the show. Uh, you know, I mean, it's just, I bet it's tough. Now Travis Kelsey's going out and saying he's going to retire this year. Then, or not Travis Kelsey, Jason, Jason Kelsey. Yeah. Uh, we're sorry, Russ. We're sorry, we're Russ. Sorry, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm sure the Philly Chiefs takes are really good still. 
Well, um, and I, I never root for Baker Mayfield. And, you know, screw the Buccaneers. But, yeah, definitely you know, screw but the But their season totally collapsed. And Dude. It, it fell apart. And, um, do, you you blame, do you blame – do you blame – Nick Sirianna for that, for that, or do you blame yeah, Jalen yeah. Hurts? No, I blame, blame Sirianna. They said that the coaching staff was really arrogant, and that was their downfall. But you can't, you can't disrespect the football guys, man. You yep. know, and and that's what he did. Talking craziness and all that, and it's like, bro, there's a lot of the spirit of Derek Thomas is probably haunting him right now. Yep. That's what I, he gets. Slap yourself, brother. Yep. Speaking of Chiefs games, that game was the fourth coldest game in history. We already know. We already heard about it. I feel bad for everyone was there. But I don't know if I'm for bad for all the dumb people that were hospitalized for hypothermia because they didn't take the proper precautions knowing they were going to be in those conditions for so long. So the Kansas City Fire Department said EMTs responded to a total of 69 phone calls. Um, and those responses, those the response included fans in both the parking lots and inside the stadium. Yep. yep. Hyperthermia was the main reason for these phone calls. And then other things was frostbite. Um, At least a dozen people were hospitalized. So it's like those people were not smart enough to, one, leave the game when they needed to, and two, they clearly weren't smart enough to dress warm enough for those conditions. I think we saw, what, one or two fans without their shirts on? Yeah. It's like... What are you guys doing? It's freaking negative twenty five degrees outside. They probably ended up in the ICU. My yeah. aunt and uncle were there, and they were smart enough to dress very, very warm. Yeah, so, I don't have warm enough clothes to be at the game. That's why I didn't go. Exactly, exactly. And I like I saw on Facebook, people were just selling tickets left and right because it's so cold, bro. So the 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 temperature, the official temperature of that game at kickoff was negative four degrees, and wind gusts made it feel like negative twenty seven. Dude, that's just insane, I, man. I, that minus 20. We get to minus 20, man. That's tough. Dude, my, no one should have to endure that. It was wrong that they even made them play in that. I, in my opinion, and, it and, was wrong. And this, and this goes back to what you and I and Brother Nina were talking about. You moved the Bills and you, you moved the Bills-Steelers game. Okay? They, I mean, I... Worked out in our favor. They got one less dev, day of rest. Right. You moved that game. But yet, you will not move our game. I get, right. I get the transportation. It was easy to get to our game, but it was because of the cold weather. But there's, how about this? Who got to make the call on that game? It wasn't the NFL. It wasn't the refs. It was, it was the, the governor of New York. Yep. The governor got to decide if it was a state of emergency. It's like, oh, wow. So you're gonna let them make the decision? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yep. She made that call, and I was like, that's just not. I mean, if we have to play in the cold, I mean, you can't control the weather. You can't. I don't think that anybody should have to play under those conditions unless you're playing hockey. That's the only sport that should be played outside in, like, minus 27 degree weather. And I'll tell you, me and my guys, we'll go play pond hockey when it's that cold because obviously the the pond is frozen. Yep. And, um, you know, well, you saw Andy Reid's mustache. I mean, the water freezes in your beard. Yep. And your beer will, will get pretty cold quick. Yep. Speaking of which, there's a pond hockey tournament Saturday in Topeka on 45th Street. $10 entry. Let me know if you guys want to get in. So, yeah, I saw that on Facebook yeah, that I'm, people sure. are looking for goalies for this weekend. Right, right. Man, I ain't paying no 10 bucks. You want me to play, I'll show up for free. You are know? you playing? No, I ain't paying no $10 to go play hockey. Right. You want to put on a tournament, you obviously need me and my guys there. We right. shouldn't have to pay. And right. I know I'm being all self-righteous over here, but it's like, 
You want to have a real tournament, you need to have the competition there. Right. Competition ain't going to pay. We're going right. to show up and play for free or we ain't coming. I hear I'm sorry, man. So I, 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 no, Jeremy, if you hear that, I'm sorry, good. brother. I don't mean to be mean. I do but have, it's like, that's why I ain't coming. I ain't paying $10 to I, play in a hockey tournament. Hey, so, so I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go off a little tangent here. But there is, I'm gonna, this is maybe breaking news before we came on the air. Uh, there's a rumor going around Topeka that Topeka is now going to get a Brahms in, in Topeka. Remember when we had a Brahms when we were in college? Yeah. Back in, when McPherson, yeah. you and I would oh, yeah. go there. Yeah, Brahms is good. Brahms is hey, good. Hey, they actually got good food too. Yeah. I actually stopped at a Brahms on my way back from a hockey tournament. I had to drive back by myself. Probably in Emporia. Uh, we were playing in Oklahoma. And I stopped at a Brahms, and I was so impressed with the menu. Obviously, I had to order like five things, and all five of them were awesome. Yeah, I can't. Dude, I, I remember because I know you and I were back in college days. We'd meet up there and have lunch there sometimes. Or, yeah. Well, you know, either way, I'm, I'm excited. Sorry to. They shouldn't be. They shouldn't be playing games in that cold. I agree. Obviously, I'm. I'm really excited um, for for what's what's coming up here. And, yeah, I'm anxious to see what's going to happen this weekend in Buffalo with. Yeah. With the weather there is, I mean, I guess the snow is supposed to be gone, and it's supposed to be like 20 degrees, but still. Well, I'm really interested to see what's going to happen in uh, Detroit. You know, they're expecting some pretty bad conditions. And, well, good thing they play in a, they play in a and dome. I, I love that reporter that asked Todd Bowles the other day in the press conference, so, so Coach, how, how is your team going to prepare for the weather? Um, did, you know, Detroit's getting some pretty bad weather conditions, and it's been getting pretty frigid cold, and... And how how do you think that'll be a factor in the way you guys prepare or your game plan or you know what do you what do you have in mind to compensate for the weather? Well, good. Then we play a dome. And Todd kind of, <laughs> Todd kind of looks. He's got That's a little, little grin saying. on his face, and he says, uh, "Well, you know, we play inside. And like, <laughs> you know, Detroit's always played in a dome." He's like, so we're not really factored into that. He goes, in fact, I think we'll be outside for about the twenty seconds. We go from the bus to the building, <laughs> right? He's like, so I don't, I don't think we have any plans for that. No, hundred percent. I said, dude, it's hilarious. You guys should watch the video. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely, absolutely that's funny, hilarious. Uh, that is funny. You know, and it's I like, didn't prepare for the cold. Uh, well, we're playing a dome. Well, I was like watching that. I was like, dude, this person was totally probably born after nineteen ninety four because they are not thinking critically at all and obviously right. not a very good um not a very good reporter let's see i'm gonna find the i'm gonna find it. we might as well play this the video if i can find it here because it is pretty good all right here we go i like todd bulls now obviously you know i'm not really a buccaneers fan um but and that's exactly what he did and in doing that the prep um, the weather has been a factor in some of the playoff games, even for the most prepared teams. Uh, today, it's uh, 13 in uh, Detroit, which doesn't compare to some of the temperatures we tend to talk to. Any special plans to acclimate the team to not only uh, endure, but perform in those kind of frigid temperatures should you face them in Detroit? You do know we play indoors, right? And they got a dome. <laughs> <laughs> that reporter should slap herself. Um, no. Nothing planned. Nothing we're, planned. We're indoors, and we only have to be outside for 20 seconds getting off the bus, going under the thing, so we'll be okay. <laughs> that reporter, that reporter needs to slap herself. I'm sorry. What kind of dumb question would you ask? Oh, the weather's going to be snowing, and it's going to be cold. How do you expect to 
how do you prepare for that? Uh, uh, we play in a dome. I you play in a dome. I'm sorry, but you you deserve to get slapped for that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, great. We should have just played the video all along. But this is <laughs> I'm sorry. Some reporters uh, asked some of the stupidest stuff. Yeah. Did you see what they asked Mike Tomlin uh, on Sunday? Yeah, on he walked s- off. He walked off. Like, um, what do you think about next season? He just completely dropped the mic and said, see you guys yeah. later and walked away. You know, I don't like the Steelers, but you can't hate on Tomlin. Right. Right. You, know, you, just, you just can't. You can't. Oh man, that's good stuff. Just freaking hilarious. Slap yeah. slap that reporter who that is. Yeah, you know who else should slap themselves, Jamar Chase. You chief hating moth. You are so sour in about the Chiefs, man. You might as well just slap yourself, bro. I, I like you because I love your game, but I'm starting to think that maybe I don't like you. And right. honestly, I think Sneed would probably whoop you whoop your rear into yep. and I always you know, Sneed probably more the real deal than you are. I can't I can't wait hands. to see Sneed stop. I mean, he stopped. Well, he didn't really stop Tyreek last weekend because Tyreek still had any yards. But yeah. I can't wait to see him stop freaking Stephen uh, Stephon Diggs this weekend. Yeah, me either. You know what? Let's see. I want to bring in a caller and hear what they got to say about this. Their thoughts on this game. We're going to bring in the great coach hypes. Ooh. He just had surgery today, so he might be under the influence of narcotics. Well, hopefully he's How you okay. Doing, hey, we're doing pretty good, coach. We got you here on the Super Classy Midwest Sports Podcast. People want to know your thoughts on the game coming up this Sunday. Uh. Well, I, uh, I I hope the Chiefs can can win, but it's going to be a tough road uh, playing in Buffalo, and and uh, uh, Allen's playing so well right now that uh, it's going to be tough. But uh, you know, defense carries them all year long. We got to score when we get into the red zone. We can't kick field goals. That's very yeah, true. I defense agree. wins championships. We're going to need some turnovers here. Our special team play is going to have to be perfect. Yeah, we were what Everybody. one. We're what one and I five think, uh, in, the, in the red zone. I, I think, think all three, uh, all three phases of the game are going to have to be uh, on point. Uh, if they're not, then uh, we could be trouble. You know, the, the fans are going to be going nuts. So yeah, uh, let, let them scream to... their heart out. That'll just motivate yep. us more. What were your thoughts on Taylor Swift and the swag surfing? She had that whole stadium rocking. Dude, that was awesome. She did, and that's something that they've been doing for a while. Yeah, yeah, uh, and so. Uh, she caught on, and once she caught on, then the other band stadium started doing it. So, uh, you know, uh, I like the uh, the cockiness, but you got to be able to back it up. Yeah, she yeah. Travis told her um, that when that game comes on, the team gets hype, and so she used that opportunity. And and honestly, that was the moment when the the switch flipped for me, and I decided that I am now I'm a Swifty. Yeah. Well, now they're going to need that on Sunday, but they're not going to have fans are Sunday, so uh, they're going to have to uh, dial up uh, the best efforts that they've had all year. Can't turn the ball over, got to score in the red zone, and, and we got a chance. That's right. I, I say agree. if they want to hate, let them hate. Let's let yep. the wins pile yep. up, baby. Yeah. Yep. I agree yep. 100% on that. So, uh-huh. It should be fun. Should, uh, you know, I, don't, I don't think the weather's going to be a factor. Uh, the snow, I don't think, you know, if they, if they get any snow at all, it's not going to be much. And so. They yeah, got all their it. snow yesterday. The Blackhawks game was delayed till today because the the snow in Buffalo. But it should be good come Sunday. Yeah, I think it's I saw yeah, twenty degrees. Thursday. Uh, today was the last day that uh, uh, lake snow effect or whatever they call it up there. And uh, Sunday, just light snow maybe, uh, but uh, you know not going to be as cold as it was in, in Kansas City last weekend. So. There we go. Yeah. The meteorologist, uh, the yeah. meteorologist himself, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, from ABC News. Let me ask you this, uh, Dad. What 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 pregame meal will you have in store for this beloved blessed day? 
they've got to have. Uh, are you talking for the team? I'm talking about you. What are you cooking up? Oh man, that's a good. That's a good question, Bubba. We haven't even. We haven't got there yet. Okay. Uh, last time we had. Uh, we had Philly cheesesteaks, sandwiches on the black Nicely zone. done, sir. Uh, Nicely I'm done. not for sure yet. We haven't even uh, approached that and talked about it, but whatever it is, I know it's going to be good, and uh, hopefully it works. Nice. We're going to get with another order of barbecue from One Love Barbecue over here. We're going mac and cheese, baked beans, and the best pulled pork you ever had in your life. Well, maybe uh, maybe I'll show up over at your place since you're going to have better food than us. Yeah, <laughs> yep. you might you might have to do that. The game will yeah. be the game will be on, and we'll be we'll uh, be rocking. So, hey, coach, I want to ask you a question. Did you watch that Texas uh, UCF game last night? Uh, I did not, but I watched uh, I watched uh, Kansas and UCF game yeah it was horrible the second half yeah it was rough and uh i did not so i don't know what the results of was that texas ended up winning no texas ended up losing and then the coach for the texas team got all got all uh rodney brady or rodney brady i guess his name is he got all mad because the texas fan or the us ucf fans did horns down though after they lost well that's awesome it started horns down was it at was it at ucf yes Mm mm-hmm yeah, that just tells you, I mean, how, how tough the Big 12 is. Uh, yeah. Uh, when you're playing at home, uh, you got, obviously, you know, the crowd advantage. and That's what uh, took place against KU. Now, KU turned the ball over, turned the ball over way too much, but and, and played with no energy. But yeah. home field is uh, definitely an advantage in the Big 12. you got to be able to uh, sneak a couple road games out, you know, that you did against Oklahoma State, which is one of the weaker teams. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. And Houston, Houston losing two in a row. That UCF crowd was popping though against KU. I was impressed yeah. with that. I loved how they had like the little palm leaf, palm tree leaves and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I give them yeah, that. They, were, they they brought the energy. They did, and that crowd is what gave them the energy. And KU didn't have any energy, but none. Yeah. Just no. like against can't make excuses. You got to match. You got to match what your opponents give you, and, yeah. and they didn't that night. They got to go to West Virginia Saturday. That's a tough place to play too. So yeah, it is. Find a way to. Coach, uh, that game, but, Coach, uh, what well, well, we got you on the phone I, real quick? What do you, uh, what's your thoughts on with Belichick, with Bill Belichick leaving New England? Where do you think he's going to land at? Well, that's a good question. Uh, I know it's not Dallas. That's good. And, yeah. uh, so I know it's not going to be there. Uh, Hopefully not. Sunday, Atlanta, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's a good question. Um, he's got interview two yeah. with, with Atlanta tomorrow or the next day. Wherever he goes, he's not going to have a uh, Tom Brady as a quarterback. Yeah, you know, that'll be great. You know, we we found out that uh, without Tom Brady, he's you know uh, he's still a good coach, but he's not at the the level he, he was with uh, Brady. Good quarterbacks make you look good. Yeah, I mean, they sure that's do. A, that's a quarterback driven league. You got to have a good quarterback. We're fortunate in Kansas City to have to have one of the best, and and. Uh, that's why, uh, uh, you know, we're successful at this point too. So, mm-hmm. but, that's uh, right. Sunday we got to be able. Sunday we got to be able to run the ball. Pacheco's yep. and, and and the guys got to show up. We got to be able to run the ball so that they have to at least uh, uh, honor the run, which will then open up the pass. We got to get some separation, which you know has been hard to do. Yeah. But uh, now's now's the time to do it. Uh, yeah. I like the way uh, Rashid Rice played on on Sunday. Yeah, uh, Rashid definitely helps and. Uh, of course, Travis Kelsey will will be uh, Mr. Consistent, but mm-hmm. we got to get one other one other receiver besides those two to get some separation. I agree. Saw they activated there. Sky Moore off the IR today. I don't think. Now, uh, what's Tony? Is Tony playing? What, what's the deal with him? I don't think he's playing. 
Uh, he's on the IR. I want to know. Watson. What about what about McKinnon? That's McKinnon's, McKinnon's yeah, done for the year. Oh, is it done? For yeah, he had we, surgery. He's McKinnon, done. McKinnon's done. I'm pretty sure he had surgery on like an ab muscle or something, and he's. Uh, they think he his career might actually be over. Dang, that's, I, that's too bad because too bad. Uh, you know in times like this he's been around for so long he knows what to do and his, and, uh, his tweets would suggest he's done. Dang, well, that's too bad. But what about Watson? I don't know. You know he uh, he hasn't been uh, very active lately either. But uh, hopefully they all show up on Sunday and uh, they're ready to rock and roll. And, yeah. Uh, we, we got to get off to a good start. We can't uh, fall behind. No. Uh, because then we become predictable. We're going to have to throw the ball, and, and now the pressure comes. And the other two tackles are not very good. They yeah. get a lot of holding calls. And, yeah. And so uh, we got to come out of the gate ready to roll, and I think I think Big Red will have the boys ready, and, and uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm excited. You know, back to KU, they were reading off their schedule the other day, and it's like pretty much every team they play is ranked in the top 25. Oh yeah, well, I think eight of the twelve in the Big yep, Twelve yep. are uh, are ranked, and so, uh, but some of those guys like Houston, you know, they're kind of finally finding out what the Big Twelve's like. You know, they've lost a couple in a row, yeah. although they did just demolish uh, somebody last night. It wasn't very good. But, yeah, uh, I saw that. And then Baylor uh, lost the other night to K State. Yeah, Baylor yeah. going on the road. And I, I saw the TCU's women team is so short of players, they're holding an open tryout this week on campus for anyone that wants to join the team. They actually had to forfeit their last two games because yeah. they didn't even have enough players. Yeah, that, that is unreal. It is crazy. Not having enough players to, yeah. to even play a game. That's that's what happened. They started off 14-1. and one. I think a couple girls got hurt, and now they've like they have like one and four, and they forfeited two games, so they're one and six now. Without having enough players, so yeah. it's it's just it's crazy. Well, what, if, what if they had fourteen and two or her? What happened to the rest of the players? I have no idea. They don't know. I mean, they no. must have only had like ten girls on the team. I, I just it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. No, that's got to be embarrassing for a uh, you know, Big Twelve Division One program to have to forfeit. They had to forfeit, I think, tonight against K State. Yeah, they're supposed to play K State tonight. Yeah, I, I saw that. I did not know it was because of lack of players. Yep, but, uh, yep. they ain't got enough girls. Yeah. Speaking you don't of girls hear basketball, that very often. No. At the D1 level. Speaking of girls basketball, how about KU women beating Baylor the other night? Yeah, I saw that. That was nice. Yeah, they're looking good. So yeah, nice. they, 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 the girls are the they're, they're too much up and down. Um, I thought they would be better at this point after you know last year's team and and the results they had at the end of the year and they had most of them coming back. Uh, they're kind of struggling right now, but. Uh, some games they look good, like they did against Baylor, and then other times they don't look so good. They go down to Texas and get beat. And, mm-hmm. You know, it just shows you how important you got to take care of home court. You got to yep. win your games at home, yep. and then you got to get uh, you got to get a few on the road right. uh, uh, in order to to be in the running. So yep. you, you got to enjoy uh, every moment because you never know when you're at a team dinner the night before a game and you have a heart attack and die, like <laughs> Coach Dewan Milvek from the Golden State Golden Warriors. State Warriors. Is that what happened? He literally, they're at a team dinner the night before the game in Utah. A guy has a heart attack during dinner and dies. Yep. How old was he? Mm, not very old. He was not even uh, your age. Yeah, that's horrible. That's yeah. horrible. I did not I did not hear that. I don't pay much attention to the NBA. but uh, I, I wonder uh, where they were eating. Was it the food? Was there too much salt? Or was this like a passionate team dinner? What provoked the heart attack? We don't know. Well, I'll, I'll bet you he had some, some blockage or something somewhere, but... 
most of the time when you have that, you don't feel well. But uh, who knows? Who knows? It can come at any time, and you don't know what happens. Well, that's what so. Bill said he's done differently this year is he quit worrying about stuff that doesn't matter. And, yeah, and uh, yeah. Dewan was saying that. he's gotten a little soft in practice on him. Yeah, I did see that. But uh, I'll, still, I'll, I'll bet he still is, is – as tough as nails in practice on those kids. So. Well, I heard he was yeah. dropping f bombs galore the other day. So someone was sitting behind yeah. the bench. They said, "Man, every other word was just the f word." Well, yeah. disappointing to hear that, but uh, that's fly. why so good. You know, he finds a way to to motivate uh, those that need motivating, and uh, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna play within the team concept, or you're not gonna play. And that's yeah. why he's a Hall of Fame coach. Yep. That Warriors coach was age 46. 46. My, I knew he was kind young. of. Way yeah. too young, man. Forty-six. You should be climbing mountains and surfing waves yeah. and stuff like well, that. Well, at that level, those jobs, you know, the stress of those jobs is is so high to to perform, and and yeah. uh, uh, so I'm sure you know the stress alone is causes a lot of those 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 problems as well. So yeah. Yeah. too bad, too bad. Yeah. Well, that's all we got. We just wanted to bring you in. You know, I know the listeners love love hearing your words of wisdom, so we'll let you get back well, to your night. Uh, we're sitting here thanks, watching. Uh, I, I, I appreciate uh, appreciate the call, and and uh, all Chiefs Kingdom needs to needs to show up on on Sunday and, and be ready to roll. Absolutely, yes, we're watching the Bills Chiefs game, the rerun when we scored with 13 seconds to go right now. So, in fact, I watched that last week as well. So, yeah, it's just uh, such an exciting game to watch. Yes, it is. Yep. Yes, it yep. is. So, all right, guys. All right, well, coach. Calling and, and good talking to you. Yeah. Yep. We'll, hopefully, we'll see you Sunday. Yep. All right. All right. Bye. All right. All right yeah. uh, that was Coach Dan Hypes on the phone with us here on on our show, and we want always, as always, thank you for yeah coming on. And he had surgery on his hand today, so he's probably feeling pretty good. On yeah, those I'm sure. It's News. nice. It's nice to hear from the legend. It is. You know, it is. It is this, nice to hear from the legend. This just in, Ohio State's going to hire Bill O'Brien as their offensive coordinator. Okay, okay. Where was he at, Alabama? He was at, yeah, that I think was he Alabama. was at Alabama. You know what, it's great to see Nick Saban finally retire. That When I saw that news, when Saban retired and Bilicek was gone in, in New England, I just felt so happy that day. Like. Casey's like, why are you so happy? We smiling about you getting ready for work, and I'm like, babe, it's a great day. It's a great day. I'm like, the tide has turned. <laughs> the tide has the literally tide. turned. No pun intended. Yeah. Maybe I did intend it. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, Saban's gone. <laughs> Saban's he got gone. tired of the criticism. He said the season was stressful. Well, I he, hope I. You know why? You know why he left? He said the game's not fun for him anymore because of the yeah. NIL deals. The NIL. He can't get all the top players now. Yep. He can't get everybody. He's got to share. Well, yep. sorry, brother. Sorry, brother. Hope you enjoy retirement. I hope Alabama sucks for the rest of our lives. Yeah, and they go out and go get uh, the coach from Washington. Washington. You know, and yeah. then then. Washington wanted to be gutsy and call up Lights. Try to call up Lights. It's like, hey, Lightbulb, come to uh, Washington. No. You know what? I've got a $3.5 billion stadium that's billing just because yeah. I asked for it. Lightbulb's response was practice. Spring practice starts in two weeks. Yep. All right, so then we got Belichick out. Bye, Billy. Hope you go to Atlanta or somewhere in the NFC. I don't want to deal with you in San Diego. In fact, just retire, bro. It's, just, it's time to give it up. Just who, retire. Yep. I think, I think Harbaugh is going to be in San Diego. I yeah. think Jim Harbaugh is going to be the next San Diego coach. We'll see. I think he's trying to leverage for Michigan to get more money, but we'll see. Either way, Jared Mayo is now the coach of the Patriots. He's like probably two years younger than than us. 
and he does his opening speech. Welcome, I'm the new coach. Instead of talking football, he talked about racism. Yep. So it's like, all right. I mean, racism is a very important topic. I don't mean to minimize that, but it's like very interesting that that was like right away his go-to thing. Yep, so, I agree. But then again, Boston, they're very racist up there. It's actually one of the most racist cities in the world. Those people, I think to, that's a bad those people hire. need to evaluate themselves. I think, I think that's a bad hire by New England, by the way, but you know what? They, I hope it's a bad hire. They hire, they want to stay in, want to stay in office, want to stay with their guy, then by all means, good luck to them. We continue yep. to be the worst one of the worst teams in the NFC. Yeah. So, all right, you know in the NFL, there's players on the field that got the the microphone in their helmet. Yep. If like if you've ever been like when I went to the little traveling NFL Hall of Fame when it was in the when it was up at the um um Whatever Central Station, Union Station, whatever, where my sister oh, yeah, works. For the, for the they had it there, and I went. They had one of the helmets. You got to put it on Union Station, yeah, and you can hear. You can hear the the play call. Like you can put it on like you're the quarterback, and it's actually really cool. So they're they experimented in a few bowl games this year with using that in college sports. And what they did was they put the microphone, or they, it's, it's just an earpiece. It's not a microphone. It's a speaker. And the quarterback's helmet, the backup quarterback's helmet, two linebackers and the safety, and all their backup backups all got to wear it. Both teams wore it. Both teams had to agree to it, and it was a no. And it was just they wanted to see how it would go. And everybody loved it. Right. From from my understanding, everyone thought it was great because quarterbacks could hear the play and focus on what was in front of them, who was coming in and out on the right. defense. And they really liked it. No more, and, and this the the idea is that this will help eliminate sign stealing, which I think is great. And it's ironic because evidently they use this in every level of sports. Like some of them really rich high school kids, those high school teams use this this device, and then the NFL uses it, but they don't use it in college. Yeah, because the college they just go off with the they look at the little poster thing that the yeah coordinators are so going like off of. the NFL started using these these little earpieces in like '94. They brought tablets on the sideline in 2014. So they're like, all right, we're gonna let the college kids use the tablets. They're gonna get everything the NFL does in these select bowl games. We'll just see what they think and their reaction is. It was all very positive. Matt Rule, Nebraska's head coach, was obviously like, you know, we, you know, he's all in favor of this. I think that would be kind of cool to see the college game, like you know, evolve. Yeah. We're not going to get sign stealing anymore. We're just going to call to play in. You know, I think, I think, I think the college level needs to go to the, you know, the earpiece. That's what I'm talking. About. It's just like that's what I'm talking about. I agree. No, I think they need to go in that because I don't see any reason why not to. But I think I. I think it turns off though. It it's right. You hear the play, and then it's done. Like it turns off as soon as they get to the line. I think it it turns off at some point, and right. it's not really loud. That's why you hear Patty covers ears. Right. Yeah. Um, I know this is this is something new, and we've been really putting the script. But um, last week, the Kansas State High School Associ- High School Association announced shot clock. They're going to do a trial longer, run with yeah. the shot clock in high school basketball games. Oh, I thought they did. Uh, no, it's going to start next year. You're talking like an official clock that you look at? No, a shot Well, shot clock, just like Tyler doing. So you could have the ball on offense in high school and just pass it around all, all game? No, no, you've got a shot clock. You know, in college, know, it's 35 at, seconds. But before that, you could have the ball. Yeah. And the whole, you have it for two minutes on your side? Yeah, but now they're, now they're going to try to do they're doing a trial run in the high school level of a shot clock. Um, being part of the game in high school basketball. And I was going to ask your dad about that when we were on the phone, and I forgot. 
Uh, I mean, I think that's a, I think that's cool. We might as well get the kids ready for the college level. Because I know it's a hard adjustment when you go from high school basketball and not have a shot clock, and then you go to college level and you got to adjust from a 30-second shot clock to – or you got to adjust from no shot clock in high school to a 35-second shot clock to college. Well, you know, we'll see Or 25 – Kids need to shoot the ball to get yep. the game going. Yep, I agree, hundred percent. Sorry, so, I, I I know that's kind of off tangent. What you were oh, talking no, about? Oh, that's all good, man. So, um, the Miami Heat did something really interesting about a week or two ago. They just offered their coach Eric Spolstra or Coach Spo as he goes by a contract extension, and it was a very nice contract extension. He's very happy. I bet you he's going to stay at South Beach. I don't know why he wouldn't. And what was interesting about this was the timing of the contract. They waited until Eric, who was going through a divorce, they waited until it was finalized, and they offered him this new contract literally the day after. After the divorce was finalized. Right. So, hey man, you're divorced, you got all this and that. But here's an eight-year deal for $120 million, now you're divorced, and she can't take it. Congratulations, you're divorced. South Beach is full of beautiful women. Go win games for us. We love you. Right. I thought that was great. The, the fact that they waited until the divorce was done, and then they like, all right, here you go, man. Like, that's taking care of your guy. Because otherwise, I mean, she would have got, what, half of that probably? You know, yeah. she'd have got, what, 60 of that million? Yeah. Well, the government's probably going to take 40, 50 million, and then he gets, what, the other 60 or, other 70, 60 or 70, and then she takes 30 or 35. And then the mafia will take the rest. I love it. So <laughs> I, thought, I thought that timing on that contract was great. I love that they waited, and I love that he got it and she didn't. I'm sure she got tons of money, divorced over. I hope she's happy, and he's happy too. So right. that's my thoughts on that. I hear you on that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I hear you on that. All right, so we did We did the Caitlin murder, Caitlin Armstrong murder thing probably two episodes ago. Yep. Um, so there's been a documentary on that, and there's actually a lot more to the story then now that people have had time to really investigate it, this gal is something else. She she really She's crazy. Dude. She really is crazy. So so what we know now, I'm gonna kind of scroll through this little article here. Um, you know she had she'd been dating this guy, and they broke up, and that Kayla, guy Kayla Strickland, right? Caitlin Armstrong. Yeah, she was dating a guy named Colin. Colin, yeah, Colin Strickland. And Colin, in the midst of them dating and being on a break, he starts going out with this other cyclist, Anna Wilson, like we said. And Caitlin catches on to it, and she is she's pretty upset. So they go swimming that morning, you know, Caitlin, and and then uh, this this Wilson gal goes and meets up with Colin for lunch. They have some rum drinks, and then she goes back to her apartment. And basically, Caitlin follows her on a running app, shows up to the apartment. And then shoots her in the back of the head and takes off. They find the shell casing that matches her gun, yada, yada. So she kills her. And then she goes and takes the Jeep that she had and sold it the next day at a dealership there in Austin, Texas. Okay, she got she got uh, 12 grand out of that. She then goes from Austin to Houston where she flies to New York, takes her sister's passport, and takes off to Costa Rica where she pretends to be a yoga instructor. While she's in Costa Rica, she dyes her hair, she changes her name, and people see her. She's hanging out at this little local bar where she comes and gets drinks and whatnot. 
Okay, now before this all happened, because this happened in like, what, 2023, Caitlin had some Botox injections done in 2018 down at a medical spa in Austin, Texas. And she didn't pay for it. She basically got the injections and left. And Botox injections can be kind of expensive. So that spa accused her of robbery. And they've got, you know, the police after her. In fact, the FBI is looking for her. Now, at this point, she's done killed the guy, flew off to Costa Rica, and they're trying to they're trying to get her and bring her back. Somewhere while Caitlin's in Costa Rica, she actually comes back to San Jose, California, where she pays $6,000 or more to have her nose done, to change the way her face looks, so the, the feds won't be able to recognize her. And they basically catch her there in San Jose. She went to like some little bar, had a few drinks, and they show up. And the guy that shows up to arrest her is like, dude, I didn't think it was her. Her hair was different. Her face was different. She had a bandage on her nose, and her lips are all puffed up from, from the Botox or from the surgery. I don't know. And uh, he's like, no, sure enough. Sure enough, that was her. Okay? Um, so they arrest her and take her into custody. And while she's in custody... She's working out very, very, very vigorously, as they said, for hours at a day. And um, she has to go to a medical appointment. Something's wrong with her leg, she says. So they take her out of the prison and take her to this medical appointment where she takes off, literally. And this leads into like a mile-plus-long foot chase. She comes up to a six-foot-tall fence, tries to climb and scale the fence, and you know, she ends up getting caught. Well, they kind of caught her. She somehow got away, took off, and then they caught her again. So then they go back and search her jail cell and find out she had um, like a pen and some other sharp object in there so that she could unlock handcuffs. And they're like looking at the videos and realize how much she was exercising. And it was like, because she was planning on taking off running. And she's like, well, I'm going to be in good shape and these guys will never catch me. Sneaky lady. Either way, she was sentenced to 90 years in prison since our last update. So, yeah. A friend a friend uh, saw her when she was in, in uh, Austin. Uh, when she knew that this uh, Wilson gal had gone out with her ex-boyfriend. And her friend goes, what would you do if he started dating someone else? And Caitlin said, I would kill her. Mm -hmm. Which she obviously meant. The jury met for two she, hours. She said that the bandage on nose was on a was a surf accident. Nah. Nose. So nose uh, the guy asked her how exactly what happened because uh, he knew a surfboard did not yeah would not do that to her nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She tried to change her appearance. Yeah, she had undergone plastic surgery. She's trying to set up another type of lifestyle in the town. Yep. She was then deported from the United States where she was charged with first-degree murder. Could be less, could be liable for the death penalty. Then her second time she tried to escape was in October. <laughs> she was scheduled to attend a medical appointment required transportation to a physician. <laughs> took off. And she said, screw you guys, I'm going out of here. So she left the facility, shown it, and according to the trial, captured the moment Armstrong did the rescue her corrections officer in the video that is seen, she can be seen running across the yard towards a brown wooden fence. Couldn't get the fence so And that yeah. correction officer then slips and falls in the, the grass. <laughs> she, <laughs> lives, <laughs> she lives on the field 
But then the video cuts off. She ran for about a mile before she was eventually caught and returned to jail by the corrections officer. So she was on the run for six weeks, gets caught, plans her next escape, and this was it. Yep. I tip my hat to her, man. That's She's sneaky. She's a slick one. She's crazy for sure. Yep. But that's like some real, that's some real gangster stuff, man. Yeah. Yeah. What do you she, got? What else I, you, go I, ahead. I was, I was, I know, right? Well, I guess like, it just what? cracks me up. Like, what? Well, so you're you're a world class bicyclist, you're, but you're and, also a total murderer psychopath. Cause she, yeah, she's just she's jealous. Yeah, cause she was in love with this guy. So apparently, the guy bought like two nine millimeter handguns like the week before the killing. Well, that's what she killed her with. Mm-hmm. With it was with a nine. Yeah, dude, she uh. She's something else. I tip my hat to her. All right, she was. All right, so she was a victim of sexual abuse, raised by an alcoholic mother, and abandoned by her father. Well, there it is. There it is. Yep. There it is. Wow. The childhood friend was the sexual pervert. Wow. Well, that's too bad. Yep. I hope she gets some help while she's in there. Yeah. But it's like you know she could have been. She didn't have to do that. Yep. So we got. uh, So what's? So we're gonna go back to. We're gonna go back to. I mean, it's it's an interesting story, and we'll follow up more as it if it any more breaking news on that since we've already are following up on. I'm sure there'll be some more stuff going on. She'll probably end up killing herself in jail. Uh, yeah, but who knows? I mean, who knows? The and, girl, you know, that, the girl that he was out on a date with was much younger than her, so you know there was some rage there too. Like, you know, you're gonna get with this younger girl. Ooh, right. I hate you. Yep. Mm-hmm. So. Well, Moving on here, uh, next topic here we're going to talk. Uh, yeah. a, a real uh, KU alumni, one of the best centers in probably, I would almost say, I mean, not KU history. Well, he's definitely. Basketball, but he's definitely. A very prominent figure in, in our upbringing. Yeah. And, of and, KU um, fans. Yeah, and we're talking Scott Pollard. That's right. Uh, he's, so Scott Pollard uh, actually was is um, getting a new heart. Well, he needs a heart, heart transplant, transplant, which is crazy. That his dad never got. Because he's not that old. But no. he is, he's definitely on the heart transplant list. People accused him of faking the whole thing, which is really weird. Why would you fake needing a heart Yeah, why would you fake something yeah. like that? Yeah, I don't understand that. But he is, I think he's asking, well, he's not asking for a heart. He's just asking for someone to die and donate a heart. I think the point of this, guys, is just freaking donate your, donate your, organs when you die yeah. you don't need them mm-hmm. i know i'm do- i'm donating mine you know right i say take whatever organs you need and throw me in the dumpster that's way cheaper than a funeral you know it's like i'm dead i'm not gonna know yeah i mean I, to me i just I... I mean we all know scott Parr. i mean god was freaking awesome at, at the university of kansas C. well it makes me think of vince wolford needed a kidney a couple years ago remember yep yep i agree Chiefs getting blocked from hiring an emergency coach for the playoffs. Of course we are. All them chief haters out there really annoy me. I, I guess they're haters just because they've they've seen us be really good. Yeah. So basically, the commanders are making it impossible for the Chiefs to add Eric Bieniemy to their staff ahead of the playoffs. Yep. What a bunch of jerks. Yep. What, a, what does Washington have to lose? Nothing. Exactly. Their season's over. Exactly. They don't even have a head coach at this point. Nope. They're actually the worst. Brand franchise in the NFL. That's a fact. Agreed. 
Uh-huh. Agreed. Um, let's go back to the uh, – I know we talked about the Peacock and streaming services on uh, the Chiefs game and how bad that was. Um, earlier today, uh, Kansas City Star reported the Amazon and the Kansas City Royals have now come to an agreement, and all 162 baseball uh, yeah. games for the Royals this year will be streamed on Amazon and Amazon mm-hmm. Prime. Let's get our thoughts on that. I think that's a great idea. Bally Sports is obviously just garbage. They are. We've been pretty open about that. I like the idea of it being on Amazon because I'm assuming it'll be more streamable and I won't have to log in every single game. Exactly. Golly, I couldn't stand that. Exactly. And I, I think Bally Sports, they suck at life and I, they should never exist. And they're, they're just as bad, if not worse, than this Peacock for one football game thing. Right. I, I loved it when, when the Royals were on Fox Sports Midwest. Me too. I loved that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, I loved it. Yeah. Dude, so KU plays West Virginia this weekend. Bob Huggins is actually not coaching. No, he retired. So he did retire. He retired last year. Okay, and remember he was like fighting the whole. Yep. You can't fire me. I'm in recovery. I, yep. Yeah. So he did retire. Because he, he got busted for, uh, I believe he got a D. He got a Dewey. Yeah, he was found passed out on the side of the road. Yeah. I think he was missing a tire, maybe. Yeah, and they uh-huh. fired him because of that, but he said, I'm going to retire then. He'd been at the Taylor Swift concert. Probably. Remember? It was yep. a Swift it was. concert. Yeah. He was. He's a Swifty. Dude, he was swag surfing too hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another thing I saw that I was going to ask you today, uh, this is because, I mean, this is stupid, so I know it brings back politics, but today Frank White vetoed the whole thing about Sales tax in Kansas City. Um, the stadium's moving to downtown. They're going to put that ballot on April. But the Frank White, who's a big name in Kansas City, said no. I'm with Frank. I am too. I'm with Frank. I've been saying all all along. Yeah. We're going to keep following up on that story. It's a very hot topic oh. right now Yeah, uh, in Kansas City. and Yeah. So we'll follow up as, as that news comes along. So. I would encourage everybody out there to go online and Google the Timberlake dunk. KU's Timberlake. Oh, dude, His that dunk was against Oklahoma State. Oh, my night. gosh, that was sick. It was like the only points a guy on our bench had. Man, that dude, that was nice. The kid can jump, man. It comes down. You think the ball's going to get blocked? Nah, man. Oh, dude, He's, it was sick. It was that's how, three you, on that's how you take it to the hoop. Dude, speaking of KU lineup, I love how they changed from El Marco Jackson to Jordan, Furphy. To Furphy. Yeah. I love it. Furphy had one. 15 points in the first half. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. I love Furphy. I like Um, Furphy, too. And you know what I like about Furphy? He'll take it to the hole and dunk it. Yeah. You know who he reminds me of? McKaylick? Mr. Yep, sir. He reminds me a lot of McKaylick. Oh, dude, he reminds me of McKaylick, too. That's funny you say that. He he reminds me He's better, though, because he goes to the rim. He does. He'll dunk it. Yep. And that's what I love about McKaylick never really had that. No, McKaylick wanted to shoot. He just wanted to shoot threes. Yeah, he just wanted to shoot threes. Mike McCarthy, welcome back to Dallas. You're going to continue to suck. Yeah. Look forward to that every year. Nothing yep. I like more than yep. watching. Come on. Hey, my, I got to come on, man, before we got here. Okay. Bill's Mafia, you guys suck. I don't like you. Um, I hope we come to Bill Buffalo on Sunday and just completely destroy you guys. Yep. Also. Chiefs by 14. Yep, I hope so. Last thing, John Morant sucks to be you. You yep. had all that stuff. You couldn't play. You had to be rehabilitated. Should have came to this clinic. I know in Lawrence, Kansas, but you didn't. And then uh, you come back. You're you're kicking a, and then you then you tear your shoulder, tear your shoulder up. up. Can't that play is, no more. Man, if that isn't karma, I'm sorry, brother. Yeah, sucks to be you. Yep. But hey, before we go, let's remember one thing. We are still champions, baby. We're still.
Jim, goes Jim. through Kansas City as we try to repeat this weekend against Lord the Buffalo Bills. Please, Jesus, bring yes, us sir. back. Yes, sir. From another, the, another banner for the making. Yes, from the C-Dizzle, the Doc himself. I'm the C-Dizzle, and as always, let's go Chiefs and Rock Chalk. Jayhawk, we'll see you next week. And remember to keep it class. And keep it class. Yeah. 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 Yeah.